Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Hezekiah was a heck of a king, and uh, then he got his ass kicked, and then we're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and, and we ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, we're like, what is going on? Because um, Sennacherib's chief of staff was like, <laughs> I know, I can't remember his name's good. No, it's all right. He, I just... I had to look his name up and be like, what was that guy's name again? Right. He was like, 
you suck so much. And then he was telling the people, like, why would you trust that God? You right. should come with us and our God. Yeah, yeah. Which, I'm telling you what, um, this coincides so much with the Asimov's Guide to the Bible that I'm reading right, right now. Right, right. Just hold that thought again in your head till this weekend, because <laughs> it's so interesting how much reading back in the book of Numbers is yeah. coinciding with things that are happening now. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's always interesting when we go do those episodes, and I'm like, oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. You know, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just a point of uh, touching base with everybody here. Mm-hmm. We have gone through a little bit of upheaval in the last few days over the podcast, mostly, all, I know, entirely my fault. Well... Well, Is it though? I mean, we kind of got a little bit. I, I felt we like we got a little bit screwed over by Anchor. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. then now we're we're going with Acast, and, and everything seems to be going well. But it's it's taking some work to get there and make everything work correctly. So yeah, yeah. if you've had some trouble with our feed lately, I apologize. We should be close to being back on track, and um, and hopefully better than ever. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's that. And we'll have some of our books on separate feeds. Yeah, so we are. Oh, cool. yeah, I forgot to. Yeah, so um, starting on Tuesday, actually, will be our first second podcast that we launch, mm-hmm. and that will just be Genesis by itself. The book of Genesis will have its own, and then right. eventually each book of the Bible will have its own, but we'll still have where our newest episodes come out will be under our main umbrella. Yeah, this one will always be here. Um, the problem that we ran into, and I, I only found out through doing all of this, actually, so I guess it was a good thing, mm-hmm. and Acast lets us ho- host as many podcasts as we want, but apparently, like, iTunes does not let us house more than 300 podcast episodes before they start just saying, eh, we didn't need that one, and we didn't need that one. Which means that other <laughs> um, platforms would not hold older episodes as correct, well. Correct, correct. And, and part of this is reading through the whole Bible, so right. we want that always available for all of our listeners so we will have permanent homes for each book of the bible going forward from here um starting with genesis like i said we're gonna kind of release them slowly um so like i'll I'll start off by releasing them weekly i might speed it up at some point just to kind of start catching up but um kind of like a flat tire slow release right yeah and then then you hit that final (laughs) fucking ditch and you're like yeah Anyway, so there's things happening. Things happening, and but all for the better. It's just, it's always darkest before the dawn, and it's always a mess before you get everything organized right, where right. you want it to be. Well, and, and I am going to say this, too. I We had started doing something um, called Ungodly Brew, and I, I think we're going to... We're going to ditch that, too. So um, it's just it's kind of a refocusing of our energies and getting back to what we want to do and, and, and you know, focus the way where we can. Yeah. yeah. That, that's all. Yeah. So thanks for listening to me ramble. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now we're going to... So, so we just went over the the gist of Second uh, Kings chapter 18. Yes. And uh, now we're going to be getting into... Second Kings chapter 19. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, 2 Kings chapter 19. Okay. When King Hezekiah heard their report, remember the guys came back and were like, oh my gosh, you know They're what? They're totally gonna, you know, we're, yeah. we're doomed, man. The the big, the guy with the big name that I can't remember, Mecca, Mecca Hikahai Hikalo, <laughs> he, he's like being a bitch and he won't speak in yeah. Hebrew or Aramaic or whichever was the one that we yeah, wanted totally to use. Yeah, he's totally all the guys on the wall find out what's going on. Yeah, and he's trying to bribe them and be like, land of milk and honey. Right, Our yeah. God is better. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, those guys went and told King Hezekiah what was up. So he tore his clothes and put on burlap. He wore a potato sack and went into the temple of the Lord. That worked for that one guy. Was it mm-hmm. Solomon? Or I think so. Was it Solomon? Okay. Uh, probably. It was one of those guys back then. One of those Saul guys or put Solomon on a potato or, sack. Or, yeah. yeah. It was one of the S-Kings. One of the S-Kings. <laughs> Are you an S-King? If someone asks if you're an S-King, you say yes! <laughs> and he said, I'm sorry, but... Um, a Ghostbusters reference is never badly You're placed. always going to, yeah. It's always I mean, correct. Somebody might disagree with that, but, you know. That person is fired. Are they fired? Yeah. Okay. They don't need to worry about me. Okay. They <laughs> they need to not be in my view. Right. I gotcha. Okay. Okay. Okay, so the King Hezekiah, he sent Elakim, El- Eliakim, the palace administrator, Shebna, the court secretary, and the leading priests, all dressed in potato sacks. I mean, burlap. <laughs> it says burlap, but I mean... No, I know, yeah, but you're just imagining sacks. potato sacks. Yeah, yeah. right. That reminds... Okay, i got to interrupt. Okay. Okay, so um, our little cute town had a pretzel festival this last it weekend. It sure did. Mm-hmm. And now everybody and, knows where the fuck we live. Well, I'm pretty sure we've said it before anyways, you but think? whatever. Okay. Anyways, so um, I had my mom come into town and that's fun and i was taking her around and we have this little deli shop yeah and it's so adorable it is and um one of the things that they had that i hadn't seen before was these burlap sacks of (laughs) not potatoes i want to say it was like flour or um i don't know like pancake mix or something like that but I wanted to buy one just to have the burlap sack. Right. I yeah. mean, seriously. Right. They were so cute because they weren't giant potato bags. Like, they weren't giant potato sacks, you right, know? Right, right. They were just, like, the size of a good, you know, hardback novel. Gotcha. Okay? Mini, like, mini potato sacks. Mini burlap sacks. Got it. So cute. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So, they were all dressed in burlap. Okay. Okay. Yep. To the pro- he sent them over to the prophet of Isaiah son of Amoz. Okay. They told him, "This is what King Hezekiah says. Today is a day of trouble, insults, and disgrace. Mm. It is like when a child is ready to be born, but the mother has no strength to deliver the baby." That's totally what it's like. Yeah. It's exactly like that except that we have emergency C-sections now and it's, it's amazing. not a problem. This is this is guys saying this. Yeah. Like guys are discussing the guys are using the comparison of 
a woman giving birth but not being able to give birth as the comparison to mm-hmm. something they've never fucking been able to compare to. Right. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, something we've never even seen because we're not al- allowed in the room. So something that we really haven't seen and know nothing about, this thing this over here. This is what here, we're going to use as our comparison. It, it's a really sad day right now. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> like, no. It's so sad we don't have words, and that's why we made up some shit. Yeah, because, like, no, it's actually not like when your baby gets stuck. Right. Um, I, I know personally because my baby did get stuck. Right. Like, and I did have to have an emergency C-section. Right. Because my baby would not so get out of like me. So it wasn't like this? It wasn't like... It wasn't like um, when you are having a day of trouble, insult, and disgrace. Which right. I've, I've also had. Yeah. So yeah. I've had both. I can right. compare. They, they, don't, they don't match up? They they really don't. They're one not is, equivalent? One is definitely so much fucking worse <laughs> than the other. So much worse. And and it was the baby one, to be clear. It's probably baby based stuck. on the... the, the the male point of view here is why we're we're struggling with this uh, comparison here. Probably because they're like, I, oh, I don't know. I'm just waiting around on my wife, and she can't get the fucking baby right, out of yeah, her. Right? Yeah, it's troublesome, you know. Yeah, troublesome. Yeah. And I hear, I hear the the doctor in there throwing insults. Right. Yeah. You know, the day of insults and like disgrace, it. disgrace it's when your totally, wife will not hurry up and give birth. It's totally the same. Totally the same from a dumb ass man's <laughs> point of view. These prehistoric bitches. <laughs> I hate them so fucking much. Okay, sorry. Uh, But perhaps the Lord your God has heard the Assyrian chief of staff sent by the king to defy the living God and will punish him for his words. Oh, oh, pray for those of us who are left. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so they're going to pray this massive army away? Yeah. So this is going to be amazing. I mean... I mean, obviously it's going to work, right? Because, like, this guy is, like, the best king, according to the last chapter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is totally going to work. Well, What the fuck is going to make them turn (laughs) around and be like... We just watched an episode of um, Supernatural tonight, because we're doing a rewatch with our kiddo. Yeah. And and one of them, one of the characters was like... One of the characters asked Sam and Dean... Do you know God? And they were like, <laughs> "Yeah, we're besties." Right, right. And and so maybe that's the case. Maybe they're like, "Yeah, pray for us." And maybe the guy's like, "Yeah, we're besties." I definitely know God. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally know him on a personal fucking mm, basis. Yeah. Can it really be spoilers if it was a fifteen-year show that's been off the air? I mean, it could be somebody years? could be going through it for the first time, and they're like, "God." Damn it! I managed to avoid this fucking shit for like fifteen okay. years, and then all of a sudden it got spoiled here, and I just but how was many, almost there. No, how many years before it's you no longer have to say spoiler alert and avoid giving something away? I don't know. I feel like Mash is old enough; we can just say whatever we okay, want to about like that. Okay, like the Sixth Sense. Even I mean, though somebody up until, spoiled up it for you, up until like five years ago, that would have been spo- or however long ago it was, ten years ago. Someone, yeah, that pissed know. me off. My brother-in-law spoiled it for you. You were like the last person in America that didn't know. Yeah, because uh, I didn't watch it. Yeah. But, I mean, still, like, I couldn't even see, like, the bad part was that he knew you hadn't seen it. Right, If right. he had just been, like, accidental, like, what the fuck ever, I would have been annoyed, but I couldn't have been pissed because That's it wasn't right. personal. One time he threw cardboard in his eye, so it's all good. That is true. But it, to be fair, it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> I couldn't have hit his fucking eye if I'd aimed ten times. Right, yeah. But I just threw cardboard at him, and of course it 
sliced his fucking iris or yeah. whatever. Yeah, way to go. Yeah. Okay, so anyway. Okay. Oh, my God. My Google on my phone keeps being like, I don't understand what you're saying. And I'm like, I'm not talking to you, bitch. You don't need to worry about what I'm saying. Okay. Sorry. It, my phone just started doing this. You need to turn the so, Googles on. Guys, off. I gotta tell you a short. Sorry, we're we're, we're so here. We're on topic. Off topic here. Sorry, sorry. I gotta potato tell you a quick sack. story. Go. Yeah, potato sack. Um, so the other night, wife was talking. Oh my and, gosh. And just all of a sudden, like, and like, I think you did tell it to turn off the lights or something like that. Yeah, I told the Google Assistant turn off the living room, but it didn't hear me, and it did something else. And I said, "What the fuck?" And then it goes, <laughs> it goes. I'm just a machine, but I'm still important. Please watch your language. And I was like, did my fucking Google device just voice check me and language assess me in my own goddamn home? That was some good shit. No. That was some good shit. No, it did not need to do that. That was not for real. I can't even. I will say whatever fucking F-bombs I want in my living room. Right, right. Even at our Google Assistant. And you know what the real bitch of it is, you guys? I'm always getting on to husband and our kiddo to not be mean to the Google Assistant just in case there is a robot <laughs> apocalypse. I'm always like, you should always say please and thank you. Right, right. You should always say. And I'm the one that does that. Yeah. And so who does it language check? You. Me. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, you cunt. Okay. <laughs> the robots are coming for us first. You know what? <laughs> I don't even care at this point because I would be like, I'm the nicest person you could ever meet. And the way I drop F-bombs has nothing to do with my personality. Right, right. So, fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Back to it. Back to it. Okay. Okay. After King Hezekiah's officials delivered the king's message to Isaiah, the prophet replied, say to your master, this is what the Lord says. Do not be disturbed by this blasphemous speech against me. From the Assyrian king's messengers. Mm. Listen! Exclamation point. I myself will move against him. And the king will receive a message that he's needed at home. So he will return to his land where I will have him killed with a sword. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) This guy has a massive army about to take over this land and get Uh like, and just, Uh you know, demolish them all. Sure. He's going to get a message saying they need him at home. He's gonna get and a he's text. just going to turn right the fuck around and yeah. go. And and moreover, and he's going to get stabbed. Yeah. So it would be like if Russia is like totally invading America, but then Putin is like, hang on, I just got a call. And he's like, hold on, you guys, we got to go back home. Right, yeah. Uh, I, I got a call. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes home, and then, and then like, he gets killed. Right, that's, that's, that's exactly, exactly what, what it like. is. Yeah. Right? Only... Only I feel like these people were weaker than we would be against Russia. Well, obviously. So, you know, that's all. <laughs> these fucking primitive bitches. I'm so sorry. Like, I I read um, Asimov keeps referring to them as primitive peoples. And it just makes me laugh every time. I mean, they like, are but primitive they are. people. Yeah. Like, they don't, they don't understand things. They don't like, know anything. They're so fucking stupid. They don't science, you know? They don't. They I mean, barely, it's true. They barely know the wheel. We learn more science like in, in fucking the first three years of school than they learn their entire lives. We learn more science from watching an old-ass episode of X-Files. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right. And these Wait. fuckers said that they know how the universe started. Fuck yeah, that, fuck no. you. You don't know shit. You, 
you can't Netflix. Get the fuck out of here. Right, right. You know? That reminds me. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm so sorry. On this same fucking episode of Supernatural. Yeah? Yeah. So, one of the characters' moms comes around and she's been dead for like 30 years or whatever. Yeah. And so she just drops out of heaven and is like, oh, hi, I'm alive again. What? Yeah. And then her whole beef is that she can't figure out the internet. Yeah. And she's like, we have to call the internet. And they're like, so close, but no. And all I can think is if you can't even figure out the internet, like, okay, yeah, it takes a few minutes, but, like, don't be such a fucking boomer about it. Right, right. They should have really sent John, like, her husband back to life, too, that way. Yeah. You know. He could be like, okay, I'm gonna teach you a few things. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's so stupid. Like, I don't know why, but that, like, really chaffed my ass. Yeah. It, I, I, I was really just upset because they were trying to show that like oh so much has changed but the only thing that they kept showing that changed was the internet right that was it yeah and i'm like you're sad because you don't understand the internet like that's literally your whole thing that you're upset about the only thing that you're sad that has changed is but the internet though okay right okay okay i'm sorry you're gesturing at me to get back on track right okay yeah I'm sorry. I'm a little wound I gotta, up. I gotta do my producer, you know, move the fuck along thing. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so wound up. Potato sack. Okay, meanwhile, the Assyrian chief of staff left Jerusalem and went to consult the king of Assyria, who had left Lashish and was attacking Libna. Oh, my God. Okay. This is why I get distracted, because I know it's boring. <laughs> Soon afterward, King Sennacherib received word that King Turkahak... No, no. Not even close. Teraka, Tara, Taraka, Teraka of Ethiopia. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Was leading an army to fight against him. Mm. Before leaving to meet the attack, he sent messengers back to Hezekiah in Jerusalem with this message. I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I got a text, but I got to go, but you guys hold on. Right. And they're like... <laughs> We okay. Yeah. You, you okay? We'll just wait right here. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. This message is for King Hezekiah of Judah. Don't let your God in whom you trust deceive you with promises that Jerusalem will not be captured by the king of Assyria. You know perfectly well what the kings of Assyria have done wherever they have gone. They have completely destroyed everyone who stood in their way. Why should you be any different? Oh my gosh, he is such a blowhard. Yeah. I, I got a question though. What? Even if this guy dies though like mm-hmm. it's not like the army just disappears. I know. But it's like cutting off the head of the snake. I guess. You know what are they going to do without a big boss to lead them? They'll just be like womp womp guess we'll go home now. Because that's what armies do. I guess. 100% every time. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Right, Like, yeah. backslash sarcasm, you know? Right, right. Okay. Have the gods of other nations rescued them, such nations as Gozan, Haran, Rezeph, and the people of Eden who were in Telassar? I'm guessing no, because he's mentioning them, so they must have not been saved. My predecessors destroyed them all, exclamation point. What happened to the king of Hamath and the king of Arpad? What happened to the kings of... Sepharim and Hena and Irva. If womp I, womp. If I had to guess, they're dead. They're probably dead. Yeah. 
After Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers and read it, he went up to the Lord's temple and spread it out before the Lord. He's like, God, read this. Are you sure? I well, know. I mean, he said he's, he's already turning them around. So, I know, like, I, know. I mean, I know. I would be like, oh, it came true. Okay, I mean, it's cool, halfway cool. done. You cool, just got to finish the rest of it, man. Yeah, yeah. I would be like, this seems like it's happening. Right. And Hezekiah prayed this prayer before the Lord. Oh, Lord, God of Israel, you are enthroned between the mighty cherubim. That, I mean, yeah. That's, that's where you be sitting. On that, on that ark. Your idol thing. That's on where the, you sit. On the ark. Mm-hmm. You alone are God of all the kingdoms of the earth. You alone created the heavens and the earth. Bend down, O Lord, and listen. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. Listen to <laughs> Sennacherib's words of defiance against the living God. It is true, Lord, that the kings of Assyria have destroyed all these nations, and they have thrown the gods of those nations into the fire and burned them. But of course the Assyrians could destroy them. They were not gods at all, only idols of wood and stone shaped by human hands. Mm. Now, O Lord, our God, rescue us from his power. Then all the kingdoms of the earth will know that you alone, O Lord, are God. I don't think that people think that they were just idols and stones and things. No, they didn't. Because you wouldn't worship a fucking stone. You would worship something that you think symbolizes something greater. Well, I'm going to get into this more, actually, this weekend in the book club. Okay. So I don't want to say too much. Got it. But, Got it. yeah, um, you're right. Kind of. Kind of? Yeah. Okay. Yes and no is the answer. Okay. All so right. So we'll just leave it there. But stay tuned. Right, right. Then Isaiah, son of, what's his name? Amaz, sent this message to Hezekiah. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I've heard your prayer about King Sennacherib of Assyria. And the Lord has spoken this word against him. The virgin daughter of Zion despises you and laughs at you. The daughter of Jerusalem shakes her head in derision as you flee. Whom have you been defying and ridiculing? Against whom did you raise your voice? At whom did you look with such haughty eyes? It was the Holy One of Israel. By your messengers you have defied the Lord. You have said, with my many chariots I have conquered the highest mountains. Yes, the remotest peaks of Lebanon. I have cut down its tallest cedars and its finest cypress trees. I have reached its farthest corners and explored its deepest forests. I have dug wells in many foreign lands and refreshed myself with their water. With the sole of my foot, I stopped up all the rivers of Egypt. But have you not heard? I decided this long ago. Long ago, I planned it. And now I am making it happen. Boom, I plan for you to crush fortified cities into heaps of rubble. That is why their people have so little power and are so frightened and confused. They are as weak as... As grass, as easily trampled as tender green shoots. Who is he talking about exactly? Uh, Israel or the other guys? He's, he's. I don't know. Let me finish up and then okay. we'll go back and look. Right. They are like grass sprouting on a housetop, scorched before it can grow lush and tall. But I know you well. Where you stay and when you come and go. 
I know the way you have raged against me, and because of your raging against me and your arrogance, which I have heard for myself, I will put my hook in your nose and my bit in your mouth. I will make you return by the same road on which you came. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Here is the proof that what I say is true. This year you will eat only what grows up by itself, and next year you will eat what springs up from that. But in the third year... You will plant crops and harvest them, and you will tend vineyards and eat their fruit. And you who are left in Judah, who have escaped the ravages of the siege, will put roots down in your own soil and will grow up and flourish. For a remnant of my people will spread out from Jerusalem, a group of survivors from Mount Zion. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. And this is what the Lord says about... The, oh, okay. So this Isaiah, is almost like a rebirth of Israel, almost. Isaiah is going around, and he's like, the Lord says this about this king, and this about that yeah, king. And right. So he's telling Hezekiah all these things. He's okay. like, hey, Hezekiah, guess what? God says all of this mean shit, that mean shit that I was saying, mm -hmm. that was about that one mean king, the blowhard king. Got it. Okay? Yeah. And then he's like, but he says this about you. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Right. Well, like, like, well, like he swept away Israel, and now like, yeah, they're like Judah's the And this boss. is almost like this is almost like the the flood story. Like mm -hmm. he's like, everybody's gone, but they're gonna all spring from this small group mm -hmm. of survivors. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the rebirth, but without all the magic. They they do this way too many times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, even twice is too many. But mm -hmm. you know, right? Even whatever. Once, if we're being honest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this is what the Lord says about the king of Assyria. His armies will not enter Jerusalem. They will not even shoot an arrow at it. They will not march outside its gates with their shields, nor build banks of earth against its walls. The king will return to his own country by the same road on which he came. Boom. Didn't we he will cover this? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. He will not enter this city, says the Lord. For my own honor and for the sake of my servant David, I will defend this city and protect it. End quote. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was a lengthy little diatribe there. Repetitive nonsense. Right. Yeah. Like, could you um, just give me the TLDR? <laughs> right, yeah. That night, the angel of the Lord, ooh, the angel of the Lord, yeah. went out to the Assyrian camp and killed 185,000 Assyrian soldiers. What the fuck? You know, fuck? as the angel of the Lord Wait, did. I thought they were going to just send the dude back and, like, kill him. I didn't know they were killing the entire goddamn army. Well, you wanted to know what was going on with the army. That's what. I guess they don't have an army anymore. Yep. Shit. When the surviving... 185,000? And when the surviving Assyrians woke up the next morning, they found corpses everywhere. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess they did. Then King Sennacherib of Assyria broke camp and returned to his own land. Mm. So he didn't just go home because he got a call. Yeah, no, this is not a fucking call. This is a... This is a, oh, fuck me. Right, God yeah. just wiped out my fucking army. Like, what the hell? I wake up and you, they're You just... 185,000 people don't just die. Well, apparently they did. That's crazy. According to the Bible. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy talk. Yeah. Nonsense. He went home to his capital of Nineveh and stayed there. One day, while he was worshipping in the temple of his god Nisroch, Someone killed him. His sons, Adremelech and Sherezer, killed him with their swords. Yeah. His sons killed him. They then escaped to the land of Ararat, and another son, Esarhaddon, became the next king of Assyria at the end. Okay. 
What the fuck? Like, okay, all right, all right. This, um, what's the what's the king of uh, Judah's name? Hezekiah. Hezekiah. He he doesn't seem like he's just like all that. He, he didn't just do is like, anything. yeah, he didn't do shit. He's like, I need help, and then he's like, go talk to the prophet, and then and and wear potato sacks, and <laughs> and let's let's not die, and then it and then happened. He, and then he got a message and was like, God, just checking in. This is the note I got. Are we still cool, cool, cool? Right. Yeah. And like, God was like, uh, go talk to Isaiah. I don't talk to you. Like, what? what is great about him? I mean, he, other than he follows the ways of the Lord, I guess. He follows the ways of the Lord, you guess. That is. That is what all he right, did. All right. He got rid of the Asherah poles and whatnot. But there's been other Judah kings that have followed the ways of the Lord, and they still ended up wiping out all of Israel. Well, I mean, whatever. Whatever. It's true. I mean, that was, okay, Israel, Judah, I get it, I get it. Okay. Whatever, whatever. I guess. He's descended from David. His dick does not stink. I Sure. He's the best. He's the wonderfulest. He okay. never poops. All right. Didn't you know? Sure. All right. Well, that was Second Kings chapter nineteen. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we will be back with Second Kings chapter twenty. You know what? Hang on though. Hang yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter twenty. <laughs> I was, well, I don't know how many chapters are in this uh, Second Kings. Oh, I see. And so I had to make sure. Like, wait, are we entering a Chronicles right, yet? Because right, yeah. this wasn't a cliffhanger you right know? yeah no it and ended it, it would be a good ending could be yeah but no no we're we still more. in second kings we got more chapter 20 tomorrow y'all see ya bye hey wife i guess that's the end but husband that's just sad it doesn't have to be we are on lots of social media platforms like twitter our handle there is sacrilegious underscore d for d's nuts oh my god Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.